Ghrelin, Leptin, GLP-1, oh my! What on earth are they? And what do they do? And do I really need to know what they do? Are you struggling to keep your head above water and brushing aside how you physically feel? You know you need to do something to feel better, but what? Nothing's working and you're about to give up. I hear ya. I'm Jolene, a nutritional therapy practitioner, a wife and a furry guardian. Like you, I let my work and everything else get in the way of health, often chasing skinny instead of health until I learned how the body works. Welcome to Holistic Health Made Simple, where I share all the tips, tricks, and science to set you free from the overwhelm of diet culture and frustration with the ever-changing health rules, going beyond the calorie and diet dogma to equip you to be healthy through simple changes to food, mindset, and lifestyle. If you're ready to stop spinning your wheels and learn how to feel better with changes that work for you, results that are undeniable like more energy, improved mood, better sleep, and fat loss, this is the podcast for you. Pop in those headphones, take a deep breath, and let's get healthy. Hey, hey there. In the gut health and hormone episode, I said I would come back and go over ghrelin, leptin, and GLP-1. All three of these hormones are produced in the gut and it is important they are signaling correctly and that you can actually hear them. I'll also talk about those new GLP-1 inhibitor drugs that are all the rage right now. So let's dive in. First up is ghrelin. Think of it like the body's dinner bell. It basically tells your brain, hey, it's time to eat. Now this hormone is produced in the gut and it peaks right before meals and drops afterwards. It basically manages your hunger and urges you to refuel. Understanding that ghrelin is crucial for managing your hunger. And when it's signaling properly, you can gauge when you're hungry or not, or bored, or thirsty. But when it's either silent or always signal, it can cause major problems in your body. So before we go too far, let's talk about leptin. Leptin is basically the opposite of ghrelin. They work hand in hand, actually. It tells the body, I'm full, time to put the fork down. It's like the manager of your eating habits. It signals your brain that you've had enough to eat and it curbs your appetite. It's basically the superhero that fights off overeating villains. However, in some cases, people can become a bit resistant to leptin's wise advice and the signals, they get lost in translation. So helping your body Maintain a healthy relationship with leptin is like coaching it to be the superhero it's meant to be. Keep those hunger and fullness signals in harmony. Leptin's also a multitasker. Besides telling your brain that you're full, it also plays a key role in energy regulation. When leptin levels are in check, it helps manage your energy balance by influencing metabolism and encouraging your body to burn calories for fuel rather than holding on to them, you know, as those fat stores. You can think of leptin as the wise financial advisor of your body. It's making sure you spend your energy wisely and don't go on a shopping spree, or in this case, an energy storage spree. It's all about maintaining that healthy equilibrium So if someone's feeling like their energy's out of whack, it might be time to check in on those leptin levels. The last of the three we're gonna touch on today is the GLP-1, or the glucagon-like peptide one. And I know this kinda sounds familiar, and we'll go into that in a little bit. Think of it as the maestro of meal satisfaction. It's released in the intestines after a meal, giving 
a standing ovation to the digestive process. Not only does it slow down the emptying of the stomach, keeping you full for a lot longer, but it also signals the pancreas to release insulin, which helps regulate your blood sugar. In the grand symphony of hormones, the GLP-1 is the one orchestrating the harmony between digestion, satiety, and blood sugar control. It's a chef's special touch to ensure a well-balanced and satisfying meal experience. Now, some have struggled for years with their weight or diabetes, and either they're curious or their medical team might have suggested a GLP-1 inhibitor, like semaglutide, ozempic, sandexta, or one of the many others. But let's break down how they work. As we just discussed, GLP-1 is a hormone that stimulates insulin release and reduces glucagon production, both of which contribute to a better blood sugar control. However, the body naturally degrades and inactivates GLP-1 fairly quickly during the digestive process. So the GLP-1 inhibitors work by slowing down the breakdown of the GLP-1 hormone. By doing so, they effectively prolong the action of the GLP-1 in the body. That leads to increased insulin secretion and other beneficial effects. Some of you are wondering if it's a good choice for you. Now, I could take this time and lecture you on how you can achieve your goals with diet and exercise, which you're gonna laugh off because you've tried it over and over again and it hasn't worked. I can then try to scare you with all of the side effects, but you know what, I'm not gonna do that. I cannot tell you if it's the best choice for you. That is for you to educate yourself and understand, plus weigh all the positives with the negatives and make that choice. What I want to explain to you is that it's not an easy button. Yes, it can very well be the kickstart you need. But if you do not change your eating and lifestyle, you will have to rely on this medicine forever. And that's assuming they'll give it to you for that long. The one thing that is brought up often is the loss of muscle mass. As a holistic practitioner, I want to encourage you to make these changes alongside your decision. If you decide to take these drugs, still work on these changes. Muscle mass is something I preach about often. It is the key to living a long and healthy, active life. It's also huge in helping you balance blood sugar. So whatever your choice is when it comes to these drugs, please focus on changing your diet to a real foods, protein-rich diet and get in resistant training. This will catapult you to your goals and help you stay there without the medication down the road. Now, this goes for whether you take it or not. These are the foundations of getting to your goal weight and getting healthy is building healthy muscle. I hope some of this is resonating with you to make a choice of whatever's best for you. And if you're finding the information today helpful, please leave a review and share it with others so that they can find this podcast. I appreciate it more than I can even explain. 
So these are the three main weight management hormones outside of insulin. And when we look at balancing these hormonal trio, leptin, ghrelin, and the GLP-1, keeping these three in harmony is like maintaining a well-tuned orchestra. Now, here's the backstage pass to naturally balancing them out. And many of these, you're gonna recognize because it all comes back down to the basics. Eat mindfully. Start listening to those hunger and fullness cues that your body's teaching you. Do not rush your meals or mindless snacks because then you can't hear it. Sit down, savor your food, and let your body's natural signals guide you. Get your Z's, friends. Lack of sleep will mess up these hormones. It will favor ghrelin, telling that you're hungry. And it kind of tells leptin, I'm hungry, shut up, I'm just hungry. Aim for quality sleep. Focus on sleep hygiene. Now, the next one, hey, look at this, regular exercise. Physical activity does wonders for your hormonal balance. It will help regulate the ghrelin and boost your sensitivity to leptin. A lot of people are leptin resistant, so that's really important. Besides the fact that muscle also helps uptake glucose without additional insulin being needed. Get in those fiber-rich foods. Fruits, veggies, not only keep you full, but they stimulate GLP-1 production. So they aid in blood sugar control. And also we know from um, some of the gut episodes previously that fiber helps feed the beneficial bacteria. So it's a plus. We also want to make sure that we're getting in healthy fats, such as avocados, nuts, olive oil. They'll help regulate your leptin and support overall hormonal health. And then, you know, hydration. Sometimes thirst will masquerade as hunger. So make sure you stay well hydrated so that those signals are not being confused. And stress. We need to reduce that stress. And I know that's easier said than done, but chronic stress will throw out your hormones. It throws them completely out of whack. So incorporate stress-reducing activities like meditation or a leisurely walk. Friends, remember, it's all about creating a symphony of lifestyle habits. And along with incorporating foods that foster a healthy gut, that will support the natural rhythm of these hormones and let you get to your goal weight, get to your health goals, and live a long, active, healthy life. On that note, friends, I will see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening in today. I hope you've got some nuggets to take away on your health journey. Remember, this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes. No medical advice is being given. By listening to this podcast, you agree to the full disclaimer, which is linked in the show notes. You can stay connected to me by joining the newsletter at holistichealthmadesimple.com, where I share additional tips and tricks weekly. Once again, thank you for being a part of my community, and until next time, have a blessed day.